Where the Whiteboards Are, a podcast by educators about all things education. Welcome to another episode of Where the Whiteboards Are. We have Misty back with us. On this episode, we're just going to talk to her about a lot of random things. So it'll be a little bit of a potpourri episode or a menagerie of topics. Potpourri episode is a nice way to phrase that. Is lavender in there? <laughs> Absolutely. How can you have potpourri it's without essential it? That's right. That's right. To, uh, so one of the things that I am envious of you about, you got to have your family come to school with you and you got to be there with them. And that's one of the things I absolutely wanted in my educational career. Um, and I just, I don't know, there was something ab- about that interaction um, with you and, and our colleagues that also get to have that, mm-hmm. um, that I just think was really unique. And I'm sure that provided a lot of positives, but I'm sure there's some downsides with that too, having your, your kids in the building or in your classroom. And I was hoping maybe we could explore that and maybe some other topics. Yeah. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. That was, uh, I had 10 years if you put them all together oh. in a row with mm-hmm. uh, one of my kids up at the high school with me. It was fantastic. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, what do you want me, you want me to go in depth on that? <laughs> yeah. So, so you, had, you had three kids. Yes. That, uh, Who are all awesome. Oh, yeah. Right. Let's, let's like such her. great kids. God. Yeah, we should preface okay. this with yeah. her kids uh, are... Bob Absolutely did all incredible. the heavy lifting. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just take all the credit. Yeah. Uh, I think they're pretty awesome. I mean, they can. I I gotta think of what words I want to use because I was gonna say a word that I don't know if we can put on here. So <laughs> Jacob can bleep yeah, it we if can it's real scandalous. It they can be shits, right? Oh, Amanda has said that word on the podcast. It is yeah. documented. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I can as well. So, well, and uh, who can't be? Yeah, really. exactly. That's reasonable. Exactly. They're human beings. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> They are all contributing back to society now. So, I mean, yeah, good for right. them. Does that make it sound like they were in prison and I am <laughs> contributing society now? <laughs> to society now. I mean, they all are working jobs and, yeah. you know, building lives. I, that's what I meant by that. That came out weird. <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, my oldest, uh, I had him for two years and then his brother was in high school. So together I had two at once for two years and then... Whenever he graduated, my youngest just filled that gap. So, yeah, it was a 10 consecutive years. Uh, I I loved it for the most part. I, I really can't think of anything about it that was bad, but we kind of – my kids aren't have never really been embarrassed of to be around me or to yeah, talk to me yeah. or mm-hmm. do things with me. Um, they took classes, lots of classes. So I had them in class – on it, if you listen to my oldest, he'll probably tell you like the stories and make me feel like I was the worst person in the world. Yeah, I was probably a little tougher on him. Sure. Uh, and you know, they're friends because here's some of the some weird stories, and I I really hope they don't transition to make me seem creepy. Uh, so I. Uh, you know, growing up, their friends would be at our house. We'd have birthday parties. And, you know, I was always just misty. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even remember, you know, it's weird to see those little kids that have been around your table, you know, in their just shirtless or in their underwear or hanging out because they were little. It's not anything gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and then they're in high school. They're like, okay, this isn't, I can't 
you know, this is student. This is yeah. not, hey, kid, hanging out at your house, mm-hmm. you know, playing tag, whatever. Uh, so that I, it wasn't just my kids, and it felt like I had all those kids oh, in high school at the same time, yeah. right? So it was all of my extended, all those kids were mine, I felt like, at, during those time frames. So were those like first few months of you know, your, your oldest being in high school was like, oh my gosh, now I have to handle this differently. Uh, Or did it kind of happen before high school? We never really had a conversation. I didn't let him take any of my classes his freshman year. Okay. I I didn't allow him to do that, which normally freshmen at that time would have taken a lot of freshmen took computer apps. So I told him absolutely no way did I want him (laughs) because I I wanted him to have his own high school experience. So I didn't like seek him out. I and it's not because he asked me to, because that wasn't it. I didn't want to be overbearing mm-hmm. or to come off that way for him. And so he'd be like, God, oh, just leave me alone. He came to me and, and uh, he did, he came, he sought me out a lot. Hey mom, Hey mom. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, his friends were hilarious. Hey, Miss, 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 Mrs. Sure. That's great. That's great. In class. Yeah. It, he would stumble in calling me mom. Or calling me Mrs. Shirk too. Okay, I was oh, curious yeah. how that works. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most they usually I think call depends. They did a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. so I, I my kids called me a little bit of both. I think maybe they tried for to call me Mrs. Shirk in class. But that's probably weird for you too. It was know. odd. Yeah, yeah. it you was just odd. Go for a hey you kind of. <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes it was hey mom. Oh wait, mom. Yeah, Mrs. Mom. Yeah, he would get frustrated because I was tougher on him. He he will tell you stories about how I was tougher. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have a, like any sense of a pressure like that you had to do that so that you weren't playing favorites or that it was perceived to be that way? I expected him to do better. Right. That was a parental expectation on top of everything else, probably a little bit. Uh, Yeah. I, a lot of ornery boys I took on a lot of trips for a really long time. (laughs) So yeah, lots of boys. Henri, Henri. And I feel like each of the three of them had really close, strong friend circles. They did. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. imagine that you were very used to seeing those children Honestly, by the time they got to high school. Probably harder. More awkward? Maybe not hard as if whenever they started dating because that was more awkward to have mm-hmm. that other person in the classroom okay. than my own children. Mm-hmm. It was just a weirder, maybe... I, it was just odd. I yeah. and this is just me, and uh, it's probably oversharing for this. <sighs> no, but it, the relationships I developed with those other people, I kept them kind of at an arm's length, if not farther, until after they were out of high school, mm-hmm. until down the road, because it just felt yeah awkward. Yeah. Well, what if they broke up? Am I right? I still right. have right. in class. Yeah. I yeah. guess I'd, you know, you see that all those years of those right. kids that are like, oh, we're going to be together forever. We got to take every class together. <laughs> mm-hmm. My kids weren't allowed to do that, but we have all had those. And it's just oh, like, yeah. that is just a disaster yeah. waiting to happen because we're all going to be a part of that fallout. Yes. And it was just, I guess all those years of seeing that happen, I didn't, I don't want to be caught up in that. Nice. That's, I'm glad that you had that forethought. Yeah. I don't know that if that were to happen to me right now, I would consider that. But yeah. that 100% makes but sense. But I think that's because I had two boys first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference there. I mm-hmm. don't know. Well, and could it also be hard if, I mean, I don't know. You're In my brain, all of your children are just so like easygoing. And if you don't bring any nonsense to them, they're not bringing you any nonsense back. 
But I feel like it could be hard if there was like friend tension, you know, like if there was some sort of like fallout fight or whatever. And now yeah, you're like even, folded into that in a professional way. Janae's never been a big drama person. So right. I, I didn't have mm -hmm. any of that in 10 years that I had to worry too much about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would have to maybe, like, I don't want to call anybody out, but <laughs> with, with the situation with her would have been different where I'd be like, hey, you had to, you had to, you can't look at people like they're idiots. You, you have to be nicer. You need to trim this face. You need to be, thank you. Yes. You know where I'm going with that. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's just be, just be friendly and just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be maybe the other way around, even though maybe that's not someone that's your favorite. I have them in class. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to be nice. <laughs> yeah. well, it's something that I really appreciated as, you know, being the teacher mom that you were, was that you really encouraged your kids to get involved. So they all did a sport or and clubs and things like that, that I think... Um, could you maybe talk a little bit about that sort of experience as being maybe the mom, but also FBLA coach, the mini hats. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were involved. I, mean, I would have liked for them to be in things that they weren't, but that's, you know, we all have things that we enjoyed that we wanted. Like I wanted all my kids to do band. Mm -hmm. Oh, my love. I was a band kid. I loved band. Uh, I did student council. Not a one of my yeah, kids did student council, Jacob. I'm sorry. <laughs> we talked about it, but no, uh, I, they, you know, I mean, they don't want to follow in what we did, but the boys did give band a shot as just a call. They, they gave it two years try mm -hmm. in middle school, Janae, absolutely not. But uh, yeah, the busyness was great. As you, well, nobody on here would know, but we commuted and so that wasn't so great. Right. So they were in athletics since they, you know, the little kid athletics. And so we commuted to Springfield, which was about, from Springfield, which is about 25-minute drive, I want to mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Right? So my kids lived in that classroom. That was like our yeah. home away from home, which isn't so great. So we would have practice. What would you do from school until 8 o'clock practice? You would sit in that room. So that wasn't fantastic as far mm -hmm. as a mom and a teacher and all that because mm -hmm. we were stuck. Uh, but I, I honestly forgot where my train of thought was here. Uh, I did have them in FBLA. I, uh, I made them probably do things they didn't really want to <laughs> do. I mean, they all were officers. That was probably just an expectation that they thought was there. I don't know that I made them be. I could have. That's been a few years now. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I know that I pushed Janae. She was a state officer, and that's probably not. I don't know whether she would have done that or not. Jace ran for a state officer as well. Uh, but, yeah, that's probably things that they – maybe it was pressure on my end. I, I, wanted, I hope that it wasn't, but – Oh, well, and I think there's, like, overlapping spheres, right? Like, I'm here all the time in this room anyway. I've, I've got time to dedicate to this. I know a lot about it. I've been, you know, involved in it when I grow up. But. We used to do the community food drive. We would go, it, we called it trick-or-treat for canned goods, and we would, with, with the FBLA, and we would put out flyers, and, they, like, two or three days later, the kids would go, and we I had the town all sectioned off, and they would go in costume and pick up canned goods, right? So my kids were doing that since they were like, you know, six and seven and eight because I never had enough students. So I'd 
drop my boys off on the street. Okay, <laughs> you guys go together and you mm-hmm. pick up these canned goods and, and same with Janae. So yeah, they were doing FBLA stuff since they were little. They would go to all my district meetings and regional meetings. So all the advisors in the area knew them since yeah. they were little. Mm-hmm. I'd set them in a booth with like, you know, don't you dare get loud, you know, <laughs> all the threats and here's games, here's food, just be quiet because I have to do this meeting. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, did it ever, something that I'm always interested in is if it ever caused any, um, maybe like str- strangeness, weirdness with colleagues, if there was like an in-class issue. Okay, so, Again, your kids were so good. So, so. I want to, I want to, I want to assume which is always dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. That I wasn't that hovering teacher mom because I've had some teacher students. We've had a lot yes. of students, and some of them are, they're hard, mm-hmm. right? I tried not to. I always tried, like, I would check their grades. I would check things, but I never contacted the teacher. I ma- I contacted my kid. I'm like, hey, what is going on here? You better get it fixed. You better get it figured out. Um, I tried not to. I know that there was a couple of things I probably stepped in. I don't know. I, I guess I'd be a better question for other colleagues if I was a problem. <laughs> not at all. You, no, a thousand no. percent. No, no, <laughs> Every not. day. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to say I didn't step in because I was a parent, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I tried not to abuse that parent-teacher power thing. Mm-hmm. Tried not to let them get away with things that other kids couldn't necessarily get away with, but I don't know. Well, I think I had all three of them in my class, and I agree <laughs> that okay. I, I never was like, oh, no. Oh, God, another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was always excited to see them. Do you think Bob ever had, like, a sense of jealousy that they got to spend so much time with you? Yeah, I, th- I think that I think that he would, uh, he would openly say that. That yeah. was hard because, yeah, we were in the car 25 minutes, one way to school, together all day at school, and then 25 minutes back. Yeah. I was a. Uh, I was there for. I got to do a lot of things that he didn't get to be a part yeah. of. Yeah. Well, it's interesting for me, like <clears throat> having you know you and Anne and Kay as models to this, you know, thing that I wanted, and like having my kids kind of come into the school systems of like, if there's the this aspect of like having them around me, because when I was teaching the first time around. I mean, I I lived at that school like we all did. Yeah. And knowing that I'm leaving them at home. So then there's this aspect of like, I only know how to do school one way, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to learn how to do it in a new way. But if I had them around, maybe that would make it easier. But I don't know if that's the right way to go about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like just having your kids around in the thing that you do, I think it, it's it's a goal, and maybe that won't happen with teaching. Maybe it'll be something else. I don't know. I guess but, what, it was a perk. Yeah, it really was. It, it was a perk. Um, I guess if you could call it. it's not something the school provided me, but it was a perk right. personally. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, whenever I would go to NLCs in the summer at BLA, and I always felt like a horrible parent. We're at Disney and my kids are at home mm-hmm. and I'm with other people's kids. Yeah. Those were hard. Sure. I couldn't wait until they were old enough and they would be going. Yeah. Because I did. I felt awful. I'm like, man, my kids would love this. They would love this. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're having these experiences with other people's kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can understand that. 
So one thing about your kids that I find um, fascinating is their sense of humor. It's it's a really unique sense of humor. And they're hilarious. They all are. They are. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what you guys have done. And maybe it's your combined sense of humor because you're both really funny. Well, yeah, thanks. And I'm just like, they're oh, just my like gosh. These, like, I, I wish I had really good examples, but they're, just their perspective, I think, of the world around them is so unique in the way that they approach the world is just like you kind of mentioned the nonsense, like they didn't bring nonsense, but I'm like, there was a nonsense about their sense of humor, but it was never like troubling. It was just like, Oh, this is really funny. I meant dramatic. Like they didn't have in my experience, like pure drama. And if, if there was, it was probably because somebody else was starting some nonsense and they were like, I don't appreciate this. I mean, I can just remember all the crazy, like Photoshop, edits oh and gosh. stuff and like how ridiculous <laughs> but I'm at the same time I'm like this is really funny oh yeah oh yeah Joe was really proud of those yeah. that was him that was him and yeah. his friends that was him and Coop and Juan yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they were always in, in AU yeah mm-hmm. they would uh, send poor Coach Wolf a lot of Wolfpack stuff <laughs> he got something probably every week with uh, something that they had created in Photoshop and graphic design using their skills that they right, got in class yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I there I'll tell you what they're some of my favorite human beings to be around. I think yeah. they're hilarious too. They're a lot of fun. Now, mm-hmm. growing up, that hilarity, like they're real strong on maybe just aiming that at one poor person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my poor daughter-in-law, I mean, they were younger. Boy, that girl, she she really loved him because she stuck around. They made it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was the brunt of a lot of it for a long time. They, they latch on sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they are siblings and they are like, if one's latching on, they're all latching yeah. on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're very close and they are funny. Well, you've done a good job. Like, it's something I I aspire to. Um, Yeah. Can I tell a funny J story? I don't know that it's an appropriate funny J story. But (laughs) over the... Caution. Caution. Yeah, flag it now. (laughs) Over the summer, we um, were at a hangout event, right? Eric was playing music. We were all watching outside. Some people were supposed to be there, but they decided not to join us. It was not decided. (laughs) (laughs) They had a big day. They had a big day. It was Um, Jacob's big day. (laughs) Jacob's big day out. Um, uh, But Jace was there, and it's always nice. I I feel very fortunate with all of our um, teacher friends whose children children we've taught, they're also very like socially acclimated to hanging out with adults. Yeah. Um, so it's not weird yes, to be around them. You have real lives outside yes. of the classroom. Yes. Um, yeah. Which has been really excellent. Um, but Jace and I were um, at a purchase counter for beverages at the same time. And Jace was like, I think you should try this. And I was like, okay, sure. I'll order that. And so he just purchases it for me. Very kind, very generous. Um, the beverage distributor um, hands me the thing. I am surprised. And Chase leans in and goes, that's my teacher. And I was like, oh, oh sir. I was like, please, oh, that is please great. don't think that I'm presently his teacher taking him to this space. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was like so embarrassed. I was just like, It's sweet oh. and cautionary, I guess. Like, oh, dude, come on. That can be taken wrong. I was like, not now. Not presently. Yeah. Also, we're friends with his mother. It's, it's the thing. She knows he's here. It's okay. She's over She's there. Over there. She signed the permission for it. <laughs> but I was like, Jace, you're killing me. <laughs> I, I saw him and Eric after we were leaving, and they, uh, it was weird because 
I he had walked me to the car so I didn't have to walk by myself because he's oh, a good boy. Yeah. And uh, uh, he was walking back to the the event place and uh, we were driving around the corner and then I saw him and Eric meet on the corner. It's like they hadn't seen each other all night. I'm like, dude, oh, you've been through. They're like, hey. <laughs> it was adorable. Well, when we went to Festival of Nations oh, last yeah. fall, um, you had one of your children come and then you did. You weren't able to hang out with us afterwards. I couldn't hang. I was done but for the day. But he did <laughs> and we had a great time. Yeah. It was like a really nice time and yeah, just so acclimated to being around like former teachers and and very mature with everything, and mm-hmm. it was it was really nice. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Which I have to shout out the Lee and Merlin children for being the same way. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Been very, yeah, for huh? sure. Like yeah. it could it could be really weird, um, but it's not. So yeah. it's really nice. Um, are there any like favorite parts about having them go? to school with you like if you think back are there any things that you're like oh this was the best oh gosh having workers for concession (laughs) (laughs) they did that when they were tiny too oh my gosh I remember a homecoming well it was before we had football so it was it's now court warming and that that's a big concession night right Mm -hmm. I had no workers I had a like a third grader and a first grader (laughs) or third and a fifth grader running that with me that night Mm -hmm. it was insane yeah. So no, I don't know if those were favorites. I did so many concessions. I'm going to tell you that's one thing I do not miss, besides school concessions, but doing fairground concessions mm. and event concessions to raise money for all the things we did right. back then. Well, mm-hmm. yuck. No, thank you. I never want to work a concession again in my life. <laughs> maybe as a grandma down the road, maybe. But yuck. Ah, oh, favorites. Ooh. Uh, I both go, boys got to go to Dallas with me one year. That was the only trip I got to do with both boys. Oh, so they overlap. Uh huh. That mm-hmm. was the only trip. I, and plus, I was like, their whole group of friends were just a great group of kids. I, I really enjoyed. It. I miss having all of them at our house. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that trip was good because so I got listeners, to go with all of them. One of those people just yeah, come I miss on over. seeing you. Yeah, yeah, I miss seeing all of you. A couple, I saw some this summer. We had some weddings, and it was good to see them again. But, yeah, they've all grown up. They're all adulting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, Janae went on a lot of trips with me, so I got to do a lot of trips with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's probably not fair as a parent if you're keeping track. Uh, the boys went on one. She went on a lot. So <laughs> it's a last child thing. Right. <laughs> I, I miss football. I miss being a football mom and doing all the football with them. It wasn't the same. Nothing was the same once they were all out. Mm-hmm. That was hard because mm-hmm. we were all involved at football games. I was working. Bob was working. Janae videoed. Both boys played. Those were like the golden years at our house. That was not because the team was ever good, but boy, they were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss that. That was a lot yeah. of fun. I always think about softball and I miss like that too. And how maybe also a perk is like if your schedule allowed it, being able to like go w- with the team and you know having a building that supported that. Yeah, versus we if your fortunate. kids had gone elsewhere, yeah. you might not be able to. I would make have had to happen. have missed a lot. Now I tried not to abuse that. Mm-hmm. I missed or came late to a lot of those because I didn't feel right because I had a last hour class and I didn't feel like I should expect somebody else to watch that. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, but if I didn't, then yeah, I felt better about it because I think I had a couple of years I might have had plan at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but not very often. Mm-hmm. So I try not to abuse that, but yeah, getting to go to all their stuff was just extra. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, I got to work a lot of their games too. Basically all their games, whatever activity it was, I was probably working, which 
kept my mouth shut. Probably kept. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably better than me being in the stands. <laughs> so speaking of being a, a you know a parent, a mother. You were also work mom. Yeah. Do you want I want I would love for you to address this. Oh, well, okay. So, um when you are a new teacher, it is a requirement that you get a mentor, right? Like that's not optional. Um it, to my knowledge at our school district, mentors are kind of randomly assigned. I mean, it's like strategic. You want somebody I mean, who she like, tries the best she can. Yeah but, yeah. but um it's not necessarily somebody who's gonna be right by you or anything like that. But I was incredibly fortunate that Misty was assigned to be my mentor. She was directly across the hall from me. Um, and there was just really like anything that I needed or had questions about, especially there's so much gray area in teaching. Um, so like judgment calls. Or like I am in a very close community, but you're an outsider when you first enter. And Misty had already been teaching in the community for a long time. So there's just some things that it's really nice to have somebody navigate with you. Um, and I was very fortunate that she like authentically does those things. Not all mentors are created equal. Um, and some people are not nearly so, so helpful um, or involved. And it was just like, it's the, it's such a nice thing to have kind of like a consistent person you can go to who actually cares. Um, and then Eric had the same fortunate experience. I'm pointing to his empty seat. He is no longer here. Um, but so we kind of just have that in common. And I don't know. It was just always um, that like earnest care just gives a very nurturing feeling. So we just always have referred to Misty as our work mom. We She didn't consent to this title. We just, <laughs> okay. we just decided. I think it's awesome. Uh, I, I may have been your mentor, but I felt like as... I went to you a lot, like whenever I just needed a soundboard, hey, what do you think about this? So I felt like it was a great opportunity to make that connection early mm -hmm. and just it never got severed. <laughs> and I know that Amanda wasn't mine, but I tried oh. to help because your yours was an, and. An, an, was Anne wasn't an in-class teacher. So some of that stuff, like I would help with your grades yes. and stuff. So yeah, you're uh, very much. I know that you weren't my technical one, but I, tr I tried to pull that in oh yeah, yeah. and you I got to have were. lunch with you guys too so that made it even better mm -hmm. like and, and Eric I would always bring him extra food because that boy always yep. needed more food <laughs> <laughs> he was a growing boy he yeah, was a growing him. boy well, so I'm, that's probably a lot of the mom because I probably did mom him <laughs> okay. sorry he, Eric he sort of needs mommy it's, sorry, it's good for him <laughs> Well, and then I started, um, I was involved in our athletic community for a couple years more heavily, which is hilarious because I'm not an athletic person by nature. Um, and it was like so nice again to have somebody kind of like there who knew the situation better than I did, who was like willing to give advice and explain and just like hang out. Oh, yeah. Because you're was, just watching games. That's reversed. I, it was great having you there as well. So yeah. it was a reciprocal. reciprocal. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> but that's also how we got to know um, the Shirk family because they're heavily involved. And like both of you were always at all of your, well, I'm, I'm sure there's, you know, a few that were missed, but like anything that could, you could be there for. Yeah, I don't know you guys if I prioritized that in your schedule. I, I think I missed, to my knowledge, other than track. And I just couldn't keep yeah. up with track. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a tough one. Yeah. They were late and uh, and it was always cold. <laughs> mm -hmm. I went to some track, but they the boys only did track like in middle school mm -hmm. and as freshmen. So I, I didn't make a 12 track. But other than that, mm -hmm. I don't know that I am. Mm, I might have missed 
one game of Janae's in mm-hmm. high school? Well, I was thinking about you and Bob together. He, I don't know that he had. He, he was fortunate. His work, his work or, wasn't yeah. as flexible if it was too far away. Mm-hmm. And then he used to travel, so he missed a lot when they were younger. Mm-hmm. But no, he didn't miss if he couldn't. And giving him props, if you look around, there's not a lot of dads that no. can say that. And he right. he was at everything, whether that was school or not, whether mm-hmm. that was club or what. He was at everything. So. Well, and in that community in general, I think there were a lot of times where kids had no parent oh, at it's anything. Sad. Not yeah. even just like one parent, like nobody I agree. was in attendance. And that makes it hard too if there's something that goes on with that child. You know, like athletics can be oh, dangerous. I, I there add, are incidentals. I admined a, a game as a football game and uh, a boy got hurt mm-hmm. with nobody there like that. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, I went down and sat with him. It, it, that's scary because they're like, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. what's going to be okay to get help for him? But yeah. yeah. Um, so that's always really nice too. Yeah. I, well, it's just interesting. Like we were so, so incredibly lucky to have you, to have Kay, to have Anne, <clears throat> you know, Mitzi, like we've talked about this before that there was a culture that was created and I don't know that it was like – the administrator did it intentionally. It was, uh, to me, looking back, it was <clears throat> these veteran teachers, yeah. masters of their craft that knew, like, for this whole thing to be successful, we had to have a team. Mm-hmm. And you guys, like, just created those experiences for us. Like, here, I have a story that that you probably don't even remember this interaction oh, no. happening. <laughs> <clears throat> so it was er- my first year teaching. We had an after-school staff meeting and it was just like hey if you have you know before school duty after school duty make sure that you're there you know kind of boilerplate stuff and you spoke up and were like so does that mean everybody has to do that like and I could tell like you were addressing something that the administrator exactly knew about and you were calling out an inequality within the system and I was like she is a force to be reckoned with. Because like, I'm such a like, <clears throat> you know, the system should work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and I was so in tune with what you're saying, but as a first year teacher, I would never call that out or, you know, feel emboldened enough to do that. But like, it's so funny, that one interaction, like as I became, you know, more experienced over the years, I realized like, I think my voice matters to call, make sure that this system works for everybody. I found the longer I was there, I used to not. I would have just suffered that in silence. But we know as educators that the re, a lot of the problems are because teachers don't do what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. or don't enforce what they're right. supposed to enforce. So then those of us are left with the extra load mm-hmm. and all the anger towards us because, well, so-and-so, whatever. Right. But as I got older and stayed there longer, I realized – I don't know if it's like an epiphany or what, but in one of those, one of those many, many meetings and looking around the room going, none of these teachers are tenured. They're not going to speak out, but I know everybody's got to be thinking this. Mm -hmm. And I start, well, then you have to say something because they don't, they don't have that, maybe that safety or feel like they can, Mm -hmm. whether they agree or not. I I felt like a lot of those times that I'm not the only one thinking this, so I better say something. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I, I appreciate that because that really like echoed with me for all those years about, you know, man, I really have a lot to do. I don't want to go do morning parking lot duty, but I'm part of the team. If I don't do it, who like it, it's there, it's there for a reason and we all need to contribute 
or else it all falls apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and even this week I had lunch duty, Ooh. which is new to me. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Uh, but I was like, like it, like the, your voice, like echoed through. Like this is this is the no. new, this is the system. And if I don't do this, and it all falls, like I have to be willing to do my part. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole team has to come together to to make this thing work. So, it your leadership um, definitely uh, is still felt to me in that building. Oh, thank you. you. Know? Um, I cannot thank you guys enough uh, for all that you did, and it's like. Even being in that press box for those football games. <laughs> those are know. so fun. <laughs> but it was it's stressful. Like I, I was just invited to be the voice up there. And there's no like nobody's telling you what to do. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I little did I know, like, oh, there's gonna be a constant glare or smudge and you can't oh, really see you the can't field. See, no. And we're facing the sun for the first, you know, half hour to an hour. <laughs> <laughs> miserable. You can't see because of the sun, oh, and then you can't it. see because it's too dark. Yeah, there's yeah. no small window in there where it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And the the camaraderie that we had up there for it was a, a team effort years. up there. Yeah, oh, wasn't for it? sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of fun, but it was inviting. Like it could have easily been, you know, a situation where I was like, "Oh my gosh, like I'm doing a terrible job" because I'm sure I was not great. <laughs> You know, uh, the voice is spot on though. Yeah, <laughs> right, the voice right. is flawless. And I did. I, it's so funny. Like this just came to. I did get some an- anonymous notes in my mailbox about like, oh, you called that play wrong. I'm like, oh, geez. who remembers? Seriously? Like we were down sixty points. I don't think it matters. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. <laughs> my favorite is when someone would be like, you're saying so and so's name wrong. Okay, well, we're just not saying their name. Is that okay? Would you like yeah. that better? So, as a parent <laughs> whose kid's name, which I have a simple name, mm-hmm. but was botched at every single game, mm-hmm. Bob and I wouldn't say anything. Right. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have to right. because then the parents who that irritates them, they would yell at the people in the box <laughs> the right name. Their first names were always butchered too. Oh, really? Yes. I feel like they're pretty straight. They would, yeah. add, they would add Y's on the end of both of their names. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was weird. So JC and, and Joby. Joby. How are they mispronouncing your it, last name? We got name? a lot of shrick and shrink and people oh. get nervous, I think, when a last name is too straightforward. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes people like, pronounce my last name wrong. And it's like a literal it's a word. <laughs> it's a bird. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's a word. Right. Yeah. Uh, Robins. Robins. If, if you're wondering what it is, well, it's, it's that. So I didn't know this, but years later I found out that there's a conference for people who make announcements and it's it's all about mispronouncing every word. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. They yeah. break it down for you phonetically, yeah, so you can really the, emphasize those. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, that's nice. I had my maiden name was always mispronounced, and so that was like a that bothered me as a as a sure. kid. Mm-hmm. And so I announced a lot of basketball. I announced some football. I've announced softball. I've, and if there is a weird one, I try to find somebody from that town and uh-huh. I write it out phonetically because I don't want to be that bonehead who is yeah. doing that mm-hmm. and having yeah. parents yelling right. at you. Yeah. But uh, even then, you can't. Football has rosters sometimes of like sixty people. You right. can't get you them all. Or they switch numbers and the rosters oh, not correct. Exactly. Oh, the name that you gave me. That's yeah. all I got. I'm so sorry. I can only work with what I was given. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's it. It's way easier for like I think about basketball or volleyball because in basketball you're only announcing the first like five kids yeah. or or whatever. Yeah. Um, versus football is stressful. <laughs> And you can't really hear, um, you know, people are just like shouting upwards into the void. And I've gone to a lot of games and I can tell you, we did a whole lot better job up there. Our team was much better than what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Some of them were, whew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like that's not how I, I, would do I it. did only announce one basketball game in the entire time I was there because I well I didn't no I take that back I wasn't announcing I was running clock and I got basketball ye- clock is I got scary. yelled at yeah. pretty pretty, a lot of pretty intensely and I was uh-huh. like I'll just not do I, that. I miss <laughs> working games all games mm-hmm. yeah. I did every home game basically I work something but yeah. I do miss that mm-hmm. which is weird because. I like to go home and go to bed now. <laughs> yeah. I, I think how I'd work those both in. The community. Feel. Yeah. Like yeah. you're involved in something that mm-hmm. you care about. I think having your kids in this space probably really emphasizes that community feel. That's true. Um, and I think that has to be really nice. That's like the warm, the warm fuzzy part of what mm-hmm. is sometimes really frustrating. You know, for me on the outside of education for a number of years, those were the things I chased and I couldn't scratch that itch. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is now that I'm, back into it it's not the same because the community is different like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. team has flipped so many times in such a short period and it doesn't i shouldn't say that it it won't be there but um the faces i'm looking for aren't there Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know and it's like oh well maybe it's incumbent on me to try and create that but i don't know that i have it within like the 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 potential um energy to to do that either mm-hmm. um i don't know well it's not just all on you either right, and i think right. that's part of it is you know we had those sort of i don't know i don't want to call them the golden years there were but there were some we great years I, right. I, i've taught in some hard years when there isn't sure. that in the building that makes for a very hard and long year but but we had some great years where mm-hmm. and i feel mm-hmm. like if your teachers have a great community it seems like you're like the whole atmosphere is right. has mm-hmm. that even like mm-hmm. it filters down into the students too. For sure, it really does. And it's interesting because the last year that I was there, you could feel it in the hallways. Change the change mm-hmm. shifting, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. And yeah. and we would I would go to Miss uh, Misty's room just about every yeah. morning or every after. <laughs> yeah, and we would just talk about how it, different it yeah. felt. Jacob yeah. was there too. Yeah. Like I mean, we kind of all would just meet and go. Sorry, I was not there. You were already shifted out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to blame anybody, but <laughs> it, it so probably sorry. really was. The sweaters started <laughs> unraveling. <Yeah. laughs> but I do think too. You mentioned that like culture um, mm-hmm. as being something that teachers establish. Obviously, admin are instrumental to for sure building culture. But I distinctly remember to like call back to some of our past guests. There was like a, a a day that Kay and Anne came to my room and they had the benefit of maybe more flex time because yeah. they weren't tied to like a classroom yeah. schedule. Um, but they came to my room and they were like, hey, we're doing this thing. It was fully their idea. And they were like, we want you to do it. Um, it was like a card for somebody or like some something of that nature, but like a community, like, hey, we see you, we care mm-hmm. about you thing. Their idea. But they were like, we want you to do it. And I was like, why aren't you doing it? I don't understand. They were like, we're not going to be here forever. So Somebody's got to yeah. step into those And roles. it was like a very intentional, like, wow. so this thing we built has to sustain. I very rudely left, um, so I'm so sorry. Um, but it was like this thing we <laughs> built has to sustain and like intentionally seeking out people to continue that. That's 100% true. I noticed that whenever they both retired, I'm like, oh my gosh, that person is me? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I was the veteran all of a sudden where I'm like, how did that happen? I, mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. You know, if somebody has had, you know, someone pass away mm-hmm. or a baby, we, when's the last, did you guys ever go to a shower? 
Because mm-hmm. whoever put those together, whenever they left, those ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those community things just, yeah, somebody's got to be able to do them. Mm-hmm. It's it's sad. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's not as though like an administrator approached me. Well, I'm betting them. that they don't do the holiday like meal thing at all anymore, do they? You won't um, know yet because yeah. it's not the holidays. Well, yeah. well I, I know that they're doing like a birthday thing. They this are month. good, uh, good. Summer's kind of leading oh, the charge. Oh, of course, on that. right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, because she's cut from that cloth. Yes, she is. Yep. Um, but it also takes a team. Yeah, to, like, one person. That's a lot. Yeah. to do by yourself. Right? Yeah. But I do think it's kind of interesting that I think the three people in my mind that were most instrumental to that um, community feeling all happen to have children in the building. It does. That does make yeah. a huge uh-huh. difference. It's a you're personally tied. Uh huh. Yeah, that you personal like interest right there. Feel that yeah. community sense. Yeah, and, and maybe that's you know also why I'm called to want to have my kids in my building, kind of a, a thing, or, or at least have them in in the same school or the district or whatever. Um, but I think I'm also coming to terms with that may not be possible, and that doesn't have to happen to have a you know, a happy life, <laughs> you know. Here are other options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think I notice it a lot at my own current school that I'm at is there is that disconnect of there's not really a community. And, like, yes, we had a little bit of a community just in our English department. We, mm-hmm. you know, we got along and we had some Mostly. of that. Yeah. Um, we got 80% along. Right. Um, and, and. A school leader, leaders have to really foster that, not just administrators, but your veterans and your people that really want to involve those that care about the community. And I don't know if I, I feel that yet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, yeah. We've had a lot of change. Go, a lot of it has been very, very positive change. Um, and the year's still young, so I'm hoping that we will have that community build and we will have some of those things happen because if you have happy teachers, you have happy students. A hundred percent. Yes, that's it. Well, and you'll have teachers that. who come back, right? Mm-hmm. And you have teacher and retention. consistency, and yeah, yep. teacher working conditions are student learning conditions. It's always my. Ooh, nice. I didn't make that up. That's from like a teacher's strike somewhere, like okay. a, a, t- a slogan that they were using when they were trying to improve things. But yeah. I think that's very accurate. That is and very true. It's just interesting, like looking private sector business. You know, retention is clearly something that businesses want, right? And everybody kind of deals with stuff, especially post pandemic. Um, and companies invest into climate and culture. Um, to keep people, to attract people, and education. I think we've gotta we gotta be willing to fix this, and that we have to address climate and culture intentionally, and address it with funds. You know, give people the ability to make changes in their building that affect those things in a meaningful way. Uh, it's more than just a uh, snack size bag of chips or a mini candy bar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's, you know, it's giving a card to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, there's so many things. It's small interactions, but it has to be done intentionally. And it has to, like, you've got to want to do it. You got to let people, I don't know. I think it takes some training maybe to do those things too. I don't, I don't know. 
which I just want to shout out. And this is um, to my new principal. Um, and I did not know this until I um, talked to another teacher about it. They mentioned it. He writes a birthday card for every single student and hand delivers it. Oh, wow. wow. For the students? For That's every awesome. That's nice. single student. And every single teacher so far, because um, it was this teacher's birthday this past week, brought a card, brought their favorite candy, brought their, mm-hmm. I think maybe a sonic drink maybe or something mm-hmm. to that effect mm-hmm. too. That's nice. Um, but just the card. And she said, another student turned to their friend and said, that's the first birthday card I've ever gotten. <gasps> oh, oh, the feelings. A, oh, wow. wow. It's so I just want to shout out, like, our school is really trying, I think, yeah. especially with our new leadership and a new principal, to do those things. It it still takes even more, you know. Slow. It's, it's slow change. Yeah, it is. It's slow change. But it builds. Wow, what an impact just a birthday card hmm. can have on a, yeah. on a kid. Um, so he's doing it right. Like I'm, I'm very impressed with having new, a new administrator in that role. Um, I think it's a lot and I, I can, I definitely feel for him because there's a lot of new teachers and there's a lot of, you know, growing pains there, but he is really trying. Good. Um, and on the important things, right? Like that's, that's important. Mm -hmm. So yeah, culture is important. Misty, I want to say thank you so much for, um, being a, a parent in our district uh, to us <laughs> and to your own kids, <laughs> but sh- sharing your family too, um, mm-hmm. your, your kids and your husband um, are a major part of my experience in that building and your leadership that still resonates, I know, within me um, in that building and being a great neighbor too, <laughs> especially when I needed it um, and just being a great person all those years. Uh, you've made a a deeper impact probably than, than you realize. Wow. You guys make me feel (laughs) giving me all the feels. So thank you for all the things that you've done and I appreciate your friendship and I can't wait to see what we do next with it. Thank you. Thank you. All of you so much. (laughs) Uh, Those all go both ways very much. So you guys are my people. Yeah, that's right. Find your tribe as Eric would say, (laughs) find your tribe. And you're never shaking me loose. I don't, I mean. <laughs> we never want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, don't leave. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Where the Whiteboards Are. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can re- reach us at WTWA at 277media.com. The opinions expressed in our podcast are that of the individuals and do not represent the opinions of their employers, school districts, or communities in which they work.